Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Karista Mischief. Crystal is an international award-winning burlesque performer who is based in New Zealand and pre-COVID would split their time between New Zealand, Australia, and the U.S. Crystal is on the healing edge of burlesque, where they leverage healing modalities and neuroscience woven into teaching women the historical art of anticipation, sit and tease. Actively combining healing modalities and burlesque is a new way of teaching this performance genre. There's a growing group of teachers worldwide who are doing this, and Crystal is spreading the word to find more teachers. Burlesque as a healing modality is the topic of Crystal's TEDx talk as well. And I had the pleasure of meeting Crystal, I think on Clubhouse. I think it was on Clubhouse where we connected with one another, which is a fabulous place to connect with people all over the world who are doing amazing things. So welcome today to the show, Crystal Mischief. Thank you. Thank you, Angel. Thank you for having me. It's delicious. As we say in Clubhouse, it's delicious to be on the stage. <laughs> oh, and it's delicious to have you on the stage. And as a burlesque performer, you also know that stage time, as one of my mentors says, is wealth time. Stage time is wealth time. Absolutely. So, um, and in your case, you're bringing forward a wealth of wisdom along with your performances. So I'd love to have you speak a little bit about what got you started down this path. So uh, about 12 years ago, I think it was, I think I stopped counting at about 10. So 10 plus years ago, I was feeling awful about myself. Absolutely awful. My marriage was on the rocks and actually breaking down. I was knee deep in complex and compound grief. Uh, my body was shutting down from all of the stress that was involved in those two significant events, not just one, but, you know, two major events in a person's life that is really stressful. And I was like, oh, I, ju I just feel awful about myself. I hated my body. I could barely breathe. I died a couple of times, just, you know, just the usual kind of thing. And I saw this documentary on burlesque here in New Zealand. And the teacher that I ended up going along to had won the um, award system, the uh, Miss Burlesque New Zealand, it was called at that time. And yeah, we I saw this documentary and just went, wow, that looks really cool. And so I thought, I'll go along to a class. And I went along to a class and it took me about four or five different goes to get the courage up <laughs> to go along to this class. and. Um, 
I fell in love. I fell in love with the laughter, with the fun, with the sparkles, and just the beautiful people who were in the class as well, who were all there for their various different reasons. And we created some magical friendships out of that as well. And it was just phenomenal. I didn't realize starting things up for me is very easy. That's one of my superpowers. But maintaining things is, is <laughs> it's not one of my strengths. So it's one of my weaknesses. So my Burley's career has outlasted my marriage. <laughs> it's all of these sorts of things now. So, um, and I just... I came for the creative outlet and to feel better about myself. And now I, I'm staying for the friendships and the, the opportunities that it's provided me. It's just been phenomenal. And now I've got this new layer of teaching and, le- and learning for myself as well as learning for students so that I can pass the information on how that they can, through simple hacks that we do in every single class, I'm able to help them rewire themselves neurologically and um, through their nervous system and create that ch- transformational change where they can have like $10,000 pay increases or buy this new house that they never thought was possible or get into this relationship of their dreams that they've never had before. So yeah, that's been phenomenal to be part of that for so many different students as well. It's just become the norm in my world. Yeah. Well, so what you're doing with this, and this is one of the main reasons why I brought you on is such a, um, we're going to call it a leg up yoga move, right? (laughs) It's like the leg up yoga move because you have taken an ancient art, right? Which in and of itself has power to transform, but you have somehow also been called to marry that ancient art with the science of rewiring your neurology. So I'm super curious about where the whole neurology piece came in. Are you like a former neurologist or did you have some kind of spiritual awakening or did you have your own brain rewired and suddenly had an insight from the divine that said, you're needing to bring this through as a modality. Help me understand where this came from. It was all three of those, literally. <laughs> you were a neuroscientist, really. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm doing uh, my postgrad in neuroscience. So, so, and I've specifically started that because Burlesque gave me the platform to be able to explore these sorts of things. And NLP was my gateway drug into this. And the, the results that I had for myself, if I knew that if I could create these results for myself, I can help other people create them too. And now it's become such a norm in my world that I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this is, you know, someone tells me that they've had, you know, had these transformational things in my life. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I think I'd be more shocked if a student came to me and said, no, nothing changed. My, my life is completely the same. <laughs> I'd be more shocked about that. So you're normalizing. What I'm hearing there is that you're normalizing uh, significant transformation for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's um, through my own experience and trying to unpack that whole, why did this happen? Why was it such transformational change? Because I went from an income, you know, I think I need to count this on my fingers. Hold the line, cooler. (laughs) 
I think I can, you know, $40,000 income kind of thing, which is kind of the average public servant wage in New Zealand to, you know, sort of six figures. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. You know, and then people ask me how I did it. And then I'm like, right. So I started tracing back those steps. I went from having adrenal fatigue and being highly medicated for thyroid can, um, Cushing's syndrome and yeah and now I've you know come off the medic been weaned off the medication because my body is now naturally producing those two hormones and neurotransmitters as well so I, you know I went from being dying five times <laughs> to not being on any asthma medication kind of thing so yeah, if I can I can create these transformation results in my body and my world then an idea that's worth spreading I'm thinking I'm like hmm, who else needs to understand this who else needs the step-by-step guide to be able to create this in their lives because the stories that I hear that women tell me they're all fear-based stories they're they're lack-based stories they're they're in contraction and they're not being this beautiful massive fem- creationship feminine energy that we that we truly be when we're the potent creatrix in our own worlds and our own universes as well. Oh my God. So good. All right. So I need to talk a little bit here then about, so if you did have some kind of spiritual awakening, potentially, I'm guessing it happened relative to the five near death experiences, but maybe I'm guessing off. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that because I also had a, you know, I've had multiple near death experiences, but I've also had a spiritual awakening where I was literally in a yoga class under an oak tree in the park when that happened. So I'm curious because I think a lot of people are, as a result of the pandemic, it's like another wave of energy has come through globally this time that has the latent potential within it to spark a lot of people awake. So I am curious about your own awakening story, if you could speak a little bit about that. So Sparkle Force was the name, the actual name of Sparkle Force was was divinely given to me. And I didn't, at that stage, what was going on in my universe and the Sparkle Force concept, just, I was like, I don't, I what the connection is okay I'm going with it I like sparkly things and that was the story that I was telling myself at that point sparkle force was created about three years ago and so I've had that the luxury of time to be able to put together the modules and the teaching paths as well uh, for the students and then I noticed those transformational changes whereas the pandemic really gave me the opportunity to go deeper in this as well because all of a sudden I wasn't spending my time um, on airplanes (laughs) on tour kind of thing a whole pile of businesses that I wanted to work with I had to pivot and go online so all of a sudden I had access to the the teachers that I had been dreaming about and asking about in America and Australia as well And finally, it was the third component in that was 
really was has been the information that's come to me has been like in little bite-sized chunks so that I can expand the concept and then grow from there so it really has been this it wasn't one event it's been more like a little series of events that has gotten me to this point. Those near-death experiences made me realize, firstly, <laughs> I'm supposed to be here for a very specific reason, a very specific reason. I just, like, seriously, I just can't die. <laughs> I've tried five times, <laughs> not only from, you know, asthma-induced fatalities kind of thing, but also um, suicide as well. I'm just not what is this dying thing? There's, there's, I've failed. There's too much sparkle and too much force in you to be good at the dying <laughs> thing, apparently. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that's yeah, that was when I realized that I was here to do very, very specific work. And being having having access to people like Kerwin Ray and Tony Robbins and uh, all of the sort of the David Schneider and all of the other sort of NLP practitioners that I've been hanging out with in Clubhouse has been phenomenal because it's definitely deepened my appreciation and understanding for the science. It's In my world, it's no longer a science. And that's that's quite a controversial thing to say because since its inception in the 1970s, it, um, NLP has been viewed as this neuro, this um, uh, pseudoscience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, actually, the neuroscience community is now just catching up to what the processes that we are that we were doing and that we are doing and the results that we are having in NLP. And so to be able to weave that through basically a confidence class where I'm asking women to, you know, move away those piles of clothes that they've put on top of, of their sparkle and their confidence and actually, you know, tap back into it and, and grow and, and awaken that force within is um, something that's, you know, it gives me goosebumps every single time I talk about it. Yeah, well, beautiful. And we are going to take a short break right now, Crystal, and it's giving me goosebumps bumps to have you here because I just really love the level of uh, both awareness that you have as well as uh, at a soul level commitment and devotion to staying alive and bringing sparkle force through. So right now, though, Wickedly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share the show with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. Uh, We have started a club on Clubhouse, the Wickedly Smart Women Entrepreneurs and Change Agents Club. So if you have a Clubhouse access, or if you need clubhouse access, just hit me up because I have tons of invitations that I can offer to you because I am a club manager, starter, founder, club founder. I'm a club founder. And uh, we are having conversations there as well as uh, extending the brand, the Wickedly Smart Women brand into that world. So certainly feel free to reach out if you'd like an invitation for that. I do want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are now actually downloading in 84 countries. I just checked before I got on with Crystal and we added another country. I can't tell you which one it is right now, but I do want to say a shout out to our listeners. Let's definitely shout out to our listeners in New Zealand for sure. And our listeners in Sierra Leone, Uganda, 
and Ecuador. And we will be right back with Crystal Mischief. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Crystal Mischief. You can find out more about them at www.sfab.co.nz. We will have all of that for you in the show notes. But I love what SFAB stands for. So can you tell me again, Crystal, what that stands for? It's Sparkle Force. Awesome. <laughs> Academy of Burlesque. Academy. Okay. <laughs> Sparkle Force Academy of Burlesque. But before we got on, when we were in the green room, you said something else that it stood for. So I'd love to have you share that because there's more than one meaning going on here simultaneously. <laughs> so because of the accent and, you know, you, people tend to hear, uh, people can have hearing problems in terms of different uh, letters and things like that. I spell it out using my version, my sparkly version of um, the uh, alpha foxtrot kind of alphabet. So uh, it goes sparkly, fabulous, awesome, brave. Sparkly, fabulous, awesome, brave, or the Sparkle Force Academy of Burlesque. So, Crystal, I'd love to have you talk about the academy. So are you teaching students to self-empower or are you teaching students to take your body of work and you're certifying them in your body of work or both? What's happening there at the academy? Uh at this point, it's uh, self-empowerment. It's providing them with the resources so that they can grow themselves. I'm, <laughs> I do know that the certification does come later. I have seen that that, that is part of this as well. So, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but I teach what because we're so here in New Zealand, we've very we've been very very blessed. We've done a lot of work. We've been very blessed to be essentially COVID free. Mm. So I, but I take extra precautions so that if someone's not feeling well, I have my in person classes, but I also have I follow them straight away with my online classes as well. So if one of my students can't come along, then because they've got a sniffle or the, you know tickly throat or something like that, then they can slot. They can still have their class on a on a it used to be a Wednesday night but I can't do that now because of Ted um <laughs> on a Tuesday and a Thursday and they just slot straight into the the online version of it and I just run in four weekly segments and yeah so there's usually a month where there's uh, each month we have a class and yeah and people just go through and yeah and learn either in person or online which is fabulous 
Beautiful. All right. I want to make a mention because we were talking about it before the break, just for people who don't know what the letters NLP stands for. What that stands for is neuro-linguistic programming. And it's a science that is all about uh, using the power of the word to create, to create your reality or to discreate the parts of your reality that are not functional. So, so that's what neuro-linguistic programming is all about. So I want to go back to the part where you were talking about starting up because a lot of our listeners are, are entrepreneurial women. We have a lot mm -hmm. of people around the world who are either running their own business or aspiring to run their own business or, you know, or entrepreneurial. So I have this challenge too. Like, give me something new to start. <laughs> Let me just have something new to start, right? I'd love to hear your like discipline or your practice or what you do for yourself as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, when you are in that moment of, oh, now I've got to maintain it. How do you navigate that? And I'd love to have you give our, our um, entrepreneurial women listeners some thoughts about that. And maybe you take some clothes off or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll always, <laughs> always down for an opportunity to, you know, get the gears off. <laughs> but no, that's, um, that is a really good question because I, it's something that I really, really struggled with. For me, it's when in the perform in my performance life, it's all about you know creating the new routines, refining things. So I have this program of continuous upgrades. So there's there's always something moving and changing in, on the website and my social media, uh, in my classes. There's this constant review. Did I? And it's based out of the did I deliver the best that I could at this point and the knowledge that I have. Mm. So that constant development means that, yes, sure, I'm tweaking and moving things constantly. So the course that someone did four years ago is definitely not the same, you know, not the course, well, the course that someone did, you know, two years ago is definitely not the course that they'll be doing again today. And that keeps me interested and engaged. Mm -hmm. It means that I'm checking what I'm doing against my key metrics as well. And have I seen a shift in my metrics? One of my metrics is laughter So <laughs> in classes. And I know as I've relaxed into this more, then um, students have relaxed into this as well. And there are some days where we're just lying on the floor laughing. <laughs> As we're getting ready to, you know, start our class kind of thing, which is what we need because I'm teaching the students, I'm trying to change their, their neurobiology from the fight or flight response into this expansive healing mode. And so I can't be doing that for students if I don't do that for myself and my business. So being able to continually improve, do what new piece of information has come to light that helps me maintain my systems and just, you know, move that 1% forward each day. Yeah, beautiful. So what I heard underneath that, that I really want to highlight for our listeners, you are kind to yourself in the process of bettering yourself or evolving yourself and your business. And just articulating that makes me feel like I'm, I ha I'm having a feeling about that because the way that you spoke about 
how you approach navigating your own weakness, right? And also being in some sense of balance around this bigger vision that you are actually here to bring into reality, but keeping the reminder that you're the golden goose and that you're doing the best you can with what you have in the moment. Like, I just really felt that so strongly, Crystal, the, the kindness with which you hold yourself. So thank you for, for bringing that to the table. Oh, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. Just from a neuroscience point of view as well. So when you're task orientated and you're goal orientated, which is a very, very masculine energy, then there's a circuit in your brain called the default network. And that's your internal self-critic. So the internal self-critic is there to literally keep you safe. It's to keep, prevent you from dying. <laughs> so just knowing that those moments when you're not, when I'm not doing a task and I have taken a step back just to reflect, that's when the default network circuit gets turned on. So knowing that's what's happening. And when I'm back having a break and having a rest and standing back and just going, just knowing that that's actually something that's physically turning on in my brain. And, you know, I know that that's happening. Sometimes I believe it, but, you know, I still go with this rule that I do not believe every single thought that I think, because if I did that, I would be paralyzed. <laughs> I would be paralyzed. Oh my God. So if that wasn't a pearl of wisdom right there, I do not believe every single thought. I think that was awesome. I have like a minute left. So I'm, super curious about the name Crystal Mischief. I have to ask, where did that come from? Is that your stage name? Did you take it on legally? Did you decide like, this is who I am now? Tell me a little bit about your name and anything else that you want to say to our listeners before we have to close. Mm -hmm. um, so Crystal was originally a stage name, but it's, yeah, it's, it's me. It's who I am now. And it's interesting because what happened was the more in my younger days, the more nervous I was, the more louder and bouncier my personality became. So over the years, I've managed to modulate that down a little bit. And that that massive personality really, really comes out on fully on stage, but is kind of, you know, buffeted <laughs> everywhere else in life because otherwise it's a little bit intense. <laughs> it's a little bit intense, girl. <laughs> but um, yeah, so no, Crystal, Crystal Mischief is definitely the name. And when I was choosing it, it was like Crystal came very, oh, mis mischief came very, very easily because the quieter I am, the deeper the mischief I am in. You know, it's that my parents uh, were just like, oh God, she's gone quiet. Oh, they knew that they were going to walk into some kind of imaginary kind of fort or dragons or something like that. Um, so mischief was very, very easy. But Crystal took a long time to come because, uh, yeah, I just, I hadn't received that information yet. So that was really interesting. And when when she did burst forth, it was just like, oh, there's the little girl part of me. Yeah. And the sparkly part too. Absolutely. Part too. <laughs> well, Crystal, it has been such a pleasure to be getting up to mischief with you and sparkling with you. You're amazing and a wonderful. And if I could jump on an airplane and 
come down to New Zealand and give you a hug, I would. Let me give you a virtual hug. And I'm so grateful for the technology angels at Clubhouse for making the connection really awesome. And uh, we are at the end. So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that in the show notes for you. Or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. And we might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.